listen, finding people, like-minded people to hike with is hard. You don't know what they're into. You don't know if they want to crush miles. They just want to leisurely stroll. You don't know if they're in it just to camp. So our friends at Art of the Trek are now organizing group trips where you can meet new people and have a comfortable and safe experience and have an excuse to get out hiking and camping more often. Please head over to buddies.artofthetrek.com and fill out a detailed form so you can find your great hiking and camping buddies in your area. Now, of course, right now we are practicing social distancing and taking solo hikes. However, we're all dreaming of summer and fall backpacking trips with friends, family, people you meet on Buddies. Art of the Trek is proactively gathering information now so that they can help you and others get back out there when the time comes. So please... Check out buddies.artofthetrek.com. Check out the link in the description. All right. <laughs> okay. Welcome back All to right. um, <laughs> another episode of Backcountry BSing. This is going to be the first official non-lockdown BSing where we bring the guest in virtually live. Yeah, it, it, we have the technology. We have the technology <laughs> to do it. We are chatting with... Uh, a good a good friend of ours, a solid YouTuber, a great backpacker, a great man. A great mentor. <laughs> a great mentor. We are bringing in um, Mr. Tim. <laughs> a great beard, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Captain Beard. We got, yeah. we got Mr. Tim Watson. Actually, sorry. Dr. Tim Watson. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Tim, how's it I going, how man? people know that. Like, I don't think many people know Should that. I not I have said that? What's that? No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say... I, well, we, I won't give any more details. Yeah. He's an, he's an esteemed doctor. Yes. Um, Tim, thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah, um, it's, we, it's, it's been a while. It's well, been a while. But you called in on, our, yeah, on one of our live streams. That doesn't stream. count, though. That's like yeah. a, a little one. Yeah. But I was actually looking back, and I was I was looking back through the the Backcountry BSing playlist, and I've, I knew you were one of the first, but you were the second guest we ever had. You, you remember? Bryce was the first, right? Yeah. Bryce was the first, But yeah. that was a test. That was a test. Yeah. Um, and we I remember that was a, a great day. We drove up to... You were at Neck of the Woods. We drove up to Finley. We did some trail running. What was the name of that state park? Van Buren. Van, Van Buren. Yes. Yeah. And then we uh, we BS'd, and then Andy made us fajitas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was, which was delicious. And, and I, you know, I pretty much take full responsibility for your guys' launch and yes. Hey, yes. Right hey, now. yes. Hey, you were uh, such you are so much bigger of a YouTuber than Bryce when we went from first episode <laughs> to second episode. Yeah. It's it launched the brand, Tim. And Tim, we always give you credit too because we were always we were always super fangirls of your channel. And then like every once in a while you'd give us a shout out and we'd go crazy over yeah, it. Yeah. The early days. Yeah. And then we did the um and then before before all that we did the REI thing. Oh yeah, which was super yeah. fun. And in fact, we were throwing around the idea literally a week before the coronavirus thing about doing another one of these. And we're like, we got to talk to Tim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the virus came and <laughs> that didn't happen. What yeah. what fate? Um first, I know we we chatted before we went live. Solid beard, man. Yes. From two people who <laughs> can't you. grow facial hair at all that's a are you yes. gonna, are you gonna keep it for right now my wife is cool with it i, I got past i was telling andy earlier the, the like funny prickly stage where yeah. she's like don't come near me but now she's like okay you know it's kind of soft it's kind of smooth she's kind of used to it and uh but now i'm i'm running into like 
beard maintenance issues where I'm like, oh, I really got to like take care of it. I, I can't just let it go. So do you have to like uh, so, oil it and stuff? Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. Well, <laughs> see, so I, I'm talking to Jason Helmendaller. Oh, yes. yeah. As well. Yes. Yeah. It's a good resource. <laughs> uh, and I actually bought, of all things, I know, a beard straightener. Wait, oh, <laughs> is that a thing? That's an actual device, right? Yeah. So it's like a hair straightener, but like it's it, like a beard comb. Like it so clamps. Pinch. It's like a, a heated comb. You just pull pull through your beard, and it straightens it. Um, how many days is this? Am I looking at? Um, so since probably April, mid April. Okay, so like a month and a half. Oh, yeah, I guess man. So. Yeah. Tim, solid, you're Tim. getting some you're getting some good compliments in the chat. <laughs> oh yeah, so actually, it's, it's funny because before growing the beard, I actually shaved the stash. Really, I was completely clean shaven. Yeah, just and then I just grew it because I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, with it. Um, and we I, we should say I need to mention this. So on the on the live ones, you know, we we don't actively look at the comments, but towards the end of the chat or the end of this, however long this goes, usually about an hour. We'll look there and see if anyone's dropped any comments for Tim. Yeah, David Gray said your beard looks good, Tim. Thanks. That means a lot coming from David. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like his beard's going to be a hot topic tonight. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, so uh, there's there's a couple things I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you about your recent trip. I also want to talk to you about your future. Your, uh, your summer. Yeah, trip. your summer stuff. If because you can divulge it. Did you talk to us about that or did... did um, yeah, briefly, I think. On the... On the so I've that's that's open news right where you're going yeah will yep. you will you recap for the listeners what's your your big trip it's that's like in july right yeah it's coming up here uh less than a month so i'm already started training for it we're going to holy cross uh wilderness mm. oh. Colorado. so we're going to do that holy cross loop that david actually oh, that's right made nice popular that's yeah right. <laughs> and so that's our that's our plan so we're we're booking hotels are booked uh rental cars are booked and uh what else? Yeah, no, no permits to speak of, but we're talking about you know looking at the top of the map and see where we're going to stay each night. And so, so I'm looking. I'm really excited for it. Are you over the point of like you know, are we past the point of like COVID's going to stop me from this trip, or is it it's go game on? It's game on. I Good. think I don't think it's going to stop us at this point. Unless uh, you know, yeah, God forbid, there's a, a huge flare up or yeah. the airline goes under or something like that. But for right now, yeah, we're we're going. Good. I uh, I was supposed to go to Colorado for a wedding like a month after you guys are, yeah. are going to be there, and they just they just were like, uh, we're going to do the wedding in a in a year. They're like, oh, <laughs> wow. we'll just cancel. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, just same date, twenty twenty one, and I was like, w-. and I had everything booked, everything booked that burned. Ooh. Yeah. Still can go. No, I canceled everything. You know, nothing to the bride and groom, but if it were me, I would just be like, hey, let's do something small. Yeah. And, you know, just like get married now. I mean, why wait another year? Yeah. I don't know how big it Yeah. I don't know how big the wedding was going to be. I knew, I do know that the reception was, I think, going to be outside. I got beautiful outdoor Colorado wedding. I was really looking forward to it. You're still going to go, right? I, I, you know, honestly, the thought crossed book, my, right? the thought the thought crossed my mind of going out there and hitting up the Colorado Trail, but no, it's it's not going to uh, happen. Uh, but uh, you said something earlier. I actually want to talk to you about this. How how are you training for this? Yeah. So running. Nice. Okay. So every time I've I've gone, so the 
So I definitely was in pretty good shape for a four pass loop. And mm -hmm. that was still hard. But I remember uh, running and like cardio for me was super helpful, regulating my breathing yeah. and pacing myself uh, for a period of time. So that's pretty much, I'm still riding my bike occasionally when I can, but that's more for fun. Like the actual training is um, three times a week. I'll run at least um, three miles nice. as well. Oh, nice, Tim. And Good so I just kind of hit that up and make sure I do it. And I always feel better when I, when I run. Uh, there was that in-between trip, not four-pass loop, the Utah trip. I was not in as good shape as I was the Colorado trip, and I felt it. I just was not running as frequently, and I could just tell I was not in as good shape for Utah. I just kind of underestimated it. And uh, so this time I'm like, nope, not going to let that happen. As soon as I came back from uh, my previous trip, which I guess we'll, t we'll get to probably, yeah. um, I just said, nope, game on. This month is you know three times a week minimum. And we're gonna run and kind of get in shape for it. Do you have the uh, the Joshes out there with you? No, well, karate Josh, I probably couldn't keep up with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I think even before we went uh, on our last trip, he's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna do a 20 mile bike ride and and then come back and mm. drive in the car and then hike another 10 miles and we're we're good." <laughs> um, but. No, uh, and Subaru, he is definitely into the cycling. Not the, yeah, I know, I know he that. probably will break his ankle if we keep running. Or something. <laughs> just the, he's in the chat right now, and just he's probably just starting to think about Colorado. His ankles will shatter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How I many? I, I um, met him over the other the other day. He were he was get boring wheelbarrow. So he he lives around the corner from me pretty much, and uh, he was boring something. And he's just standing in my backyard, and I swear his ankle buckled at something. I'm like, dude. <laughs> What is what is wrong is with that, you? Was, was he getting the bird bath from you? He was not. He was actually just getting. He was doing some mulch, so okay. he was getting a wheelbarrow shovel, that sort of thing. Uh, okay. In, in all seriousness, and Josh is in here, like like you you start rolling your ankles and spraining your ankles, they become more susceptible. Like yeah, it's time for an ankle brace. Like every once in a while, I have to wear. <laughs> he it. used to backpack yeah. with one. Yeah. He used to take an ankle. No brace shame. With him. Yeah. Um, makes we, a big difference and now he carries ace bandage and i carry actually this is a, a like a swap out i made instead of i used to carry an ace bandage too because i would like i've had every trip i'll have a bad ankle roll and yeah. i was like i'll carry some ace bandage but now i carry that lk not lk i kill that i carry that kt tape that kinesio tape sure. have you ever used that stuff no oh it's fantastic it's for how light it is and you could just cut a couple strips of it it's a good backpacking first aid kit edition yeah it's super yeah. light and it is it is as strong as a brace so i carry that stuff now yeah I, i've considered like um uh just kind of carrying a knee brace you know those yeah those single strap knee braces yeah. especially for me for the downhill uh if i have a lot of downhill up and down up and down my knees could hurt but all i've done to adjust for that is uh, kind of bend my knees when i go downhill and use trekking poles, and it's been fine. If you watch the, uh, if you watch our Colorado trail trip, the first, I don't know, three or four days, I'm in a knee brace and a compression, yeah, in a calf compression because I was coming off of a nasty running injury. That's right. But, but, um, but yeah, I can't. Like, I gotta have something just in case. Knees are good now, though. But I mean, I've I've destroyed my ankles over the years. So, it, like, if you're susceptible, just get like get like some compression on your ankles and you can wear it on in your shoe and it, mm -hmm. it it does a great job what's the uh what's your mileage gonna be like i have no idea 
Nice. Good. I nice. like that. That's we our style trip. I like a YOLO, Tim. <laughs> we have the root uh, plans. We have, like, ideas of where we're going to start. Like, I know the first first day or two is going to be, hey, we're going to camp near the trailhead, and then we're going to take that first pass, which is the highest pass. I'm not even sure what it is, 12.5 maybe. Oh, nice. Then, wow. Uh, we'll probably come down and camp on the other side. And then from there, honestly, it's just kind of like whatever. We'll meander around. Yeah. It's so, kind of after that first pass, from what I remember seeing the topo, it's pretty much a very slow downhill um, back around to the car. So wait, so did you say day one or night one? You're gonna so you're gonna land and then do a twelve five pass that day? Damn. No, no, no. Damn, we're damn. we're gonna land and then we're gonna like stay at like pretty close to the trailhead is the plan for right now. So. Yeah. Still at whatever that trailhead is, uh, 10, 5, something like that. Very similar to what we did when we went to Four Pass Loop is we flew in, we drove, and then we pretty much got on the loop and camped like, I don't know, a mile or two in. Uh, that way it set us up for a pretty good kind of launch day on day two. Do, yeah. do you bring any sort of different like nutritional or food <laughs> sort of things when you're at altitude? Are, are you doing the ginkgo? You did that no, last time. No, no. Ibuprofen is what I'm going to do. Oh, nice. That's Classic. what I did uh, both times, both uh, Colorado and Utah. Is I think I've shared it before, just like what I do for altitude sickness. So as soon as I get on the plane is where I'll start the ibuprofen regimen. And probably I'll only do it for probably two days this time because it's only once I start hitting above like 11,000 feet is where I feel um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> the altitude weirdness. Like once I start hitting like 10, 5, 10, 6, it doesn't impact me as much. I just have to pace myself and make sure I'm not like uh, um, just out of breath or making my heart race um, on purpose. Yeah. The, the big thing for me too, you know, you just the usual stuff, drink a lot of water. Yeah. It's my plan. Uh, I do something weird though. I don't know if you guys do this at all, but I actually, I gulp a lot of air down because I'm trying to breathe oh, a lot. That makes sense. And so I actually end up with like, and it's not a heart thing. It's, it's like a, almost like a chest pain because of air pockets kind of get stuck it feels like in my in my stomach so my stomach's like pretty full of air because i'm just kind of are you <laughs> burp, are you burping a lot? lot what's that are you burping a lot yeah okay yeah. oh a, a ton and interesting so, and gas, too, never, which, is, yeah. which is not unheard of um i think at altitude yeah so what i have to do is so my uh my breakfast is fine i can have a bar or whatever but lunch i have to be careful like it's something snacky or something a little heavier um, and then for dinner, I have to have something hot to kind of get all that air up. And so that seems to work for me, but that's, that's actually one thing I don't look forward to, uh, altitude is just getting all that air in my stomach. That's, uh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I've, I've never, I've heard, never that. heard of I've that. never heard that either. It makes sense though. Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense. I, I remember when we were in Colorado, I noticed things getting weird above ten five. And it was even weirder for me because I'd never done it before was sleeping up like above 11. Yeah. That's what's weird. Cause I, we, we had, we did the pass and come down, but then there was a one or two nights where we slept, we camped above 11 and they're like, Whoa, I'm high. <laughs> like I can feel it, you know, like when you're sleeping and when you wake up and that was a really surreal feeling. And in my strategy, Andy's too, which has always worked well is just drink so much yeah. water. Um, just drink like way more water than you think you need. I take a multivitamin. I don't know if that does anything, but we, and we, we grew up skiing. We've never had altitude sickness problems. 
No, I really? can't. I can't remember anything. But I mean, we were. Yeah, we didn't have any issues. We didn't have any issues in Colorado, and and I remember sleeping above eleven. I was like, okay, if I'm going to get altitude sickness, it's going to be here. Um, <laughs> I think the only time I had a really bad experience is, and this is before, this is pre-backpacking when I lived in Colorado, is seeing uh, Pikes Peak and taking mm. that like a, it's, it's like a railway or a train, a, a cog, a cogwheel train, and they take a cogwheel trip up up to Pikes Peak. And I remember like having the most intense, I was sucking water down, having the most intense headache. Yeah, uh, that's, you know, you go that's common. Yeah. Springs all the way up to the top. Yeah, like really bad headaches is like the first classic sign of altitude sickness. Yeah. And I've never gotten that. But I've always been like really judicial about drinking water. I, way more water. Yeah. I, I don't even know remember. if that's even a recommended thing for altitude sickness. Yeah, it is. It is? Okay. I know everybody does it. Well, uh, why, what's why? Do you know why? <laughs> that's a great question. No idea. Just some more oxygen it, in the water. No, <laughs> no. You don't absorb oxygen through water. <laughs> not, we're not like fish? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe one thing I, I have a th- doctor of psychology. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. You're yeah. still a doctor, Tim. You yeah. should know yeah. that. <laughs> no, maybe I would, I, I might hypothesize that. Um, one adaptation most likely to, to altitude, it certainly is to running is your, your body probably increases blood volume. Um, that would make sense to me. That happens during exercise training. That makes sense. That would happen during altitude adaptation. And therefore you need water that way. Um, it also could be, do you think it has something to do with, uh, cause remember, they suggest ibuprofen for anti-inflammatory. Uh, that's so interesting too. I'd never heard that. Water reduces inflammation. It could. I mean, it could. Mm. Just, just the other thing is, is drinking a lot of water is just really good for it. <laughs> it's like drinking a lot of water. I used to tell people this: drinking a lot of water and getting a lot of sleep are like they're just. It's good yeah. for every single organ system. It's like you just. It's just like really good for you to stay really hydrated. But that's. I didn't. I never knew. Actually, I didn't know that ibuprofen was an altitude sickness strategy. Wait. So is there is there is one study out of Stanford medical that, that, um, did like an experimental study yeah. with a small group. And that's kind of what I'm basing it on. So I saw it somewhere else and I read the study and I'm like, okay, you know, cause you have to, you, know, you have to be careful because some people have reactions to right. and then, There's some... um, I, I haven't had an issue. So that's why I use it as soon as I get on the plane till like, I know that I'm going to be okay. Yeah. And then I'll stop taking it. But have you, have you noticed it working? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Every it's pretty much like every six hours. So it's like wake up and then lunchtime and then right before bed, take another dose and then wake up, do it all over again. Um, for at least for four pass, I did it for I think two days like that. So every yeah every four hours, whatever the the dose is, I, I don't remember what it is. I'm not giving medical uh, advice. Those, those <laughs> doctors yeah, so at big, Stanford big are on something. Yeah, no, I, I did not know that. But, um, we're but, taking ibuprofen anyway. Because just yeah. from hiking pains, <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, like it, um, that was I felt so great on four pass loop doing it. I'm like, man, nothing hurts at all. <laughs> oh, so, so is altitude altitude sickness linked to inflammation? Might that, be. I think so. Like, Might be. Hmm. I think you're. Uh, that's what they think. I think they think that's the reason why ibuprofen works. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I, I think you're. I want to see your brain. Or just the skull pressure, I'm, I'm assuming, is increasing or that would make sense. more increased blood flow yeah. like um, Kevin was talking about. Who so, knows? So Scott Valor in the chat said something pretty interesting. He said it is that it 
easy there. Sorry. <laughs> it is the increased blood volume that helps you carry more oxygen. Oh, Kobe. <laughs> That was a total guess. That was a total guess based on my understanding of the physiology of the human body at exercise. Interesting. That's cool. Thanks, Scott. Pretty impressive. Um, <laughs> no, but the ibuprofen thing is really cool. And then they, Scott also mentioned Scott and David also mentioned that bourbon is great sleep aid in the mountains as well. <laughs> so Tim, there you go, Tim. Tim. Do you do you guys ever take alcohol with you? I usually do not. Uh, but do some people, yes. If you if you had to, gun to the head, what would your camp drink be? Oh, let's see. It'd have to be a really dark beer. Um, yeah, nice. So a stout or a porter. That's a good one. Chocolate stout, coffee stout, I porter see, of some kind. I see Subaru uh, Josh and, pulling that too. Like a, oh, I guess yeah. Like a microbrew yeah. or coffee stout or something like that? It can, yeah, it can be anything. Like I pretty much, whenever our post-hike meal, I'll ask, be like, Hey, what is the darkest nice. porter or stout you have here? What What do you recommend? Um, so even from our last trip, that's what I got last time. And uh, you know, Russian imperial type stouts, yeah. those kind of things, like are just so good. And it's a funny reason why I grew up drinking a non-alcoholic malt called Tiger Malt, hmm. which is super hoppy. It's really dark, no alcohol in it. And when I came to the states, I couldn't find it. So I tried to find like the next best thing I had, you know, your pale ales and I'm like, this stuff is gross or your IPAs. I'm like, Oh, this is awful. But then I find a porter or a stout. I'm like, this is it. This is exactly what I've been looking for. Interesting. It's called tiger malt, tiger malt. It's hmm. a, like a Barbadian. I was going to see uh, if it's an alcoholic malt beverage. Oh, interesting. Google it. Tiger I've never malt. heard of that. Yeah. It sounds like that. That's the thing people drink a non-alcoholic malt. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, a very hoppy beverage. Yeah, is okay. it is it carbonated? Yeah, oh. yeah. comes T- in bottles. Sounds good. You should get them to sponsor you, Tiger Malt. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you Thanks, ha- do you have any um, do you have any other backpacking trips planned for this year? That is the only one planned for right now. Yeah. Um, so that would be in July, and then pretty much August will roll around, and I'll probably be back in school here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the. That's all I have planned for now. We will definitely, this is in January, but we'll always do the Oil Creek trip in Yeah, we need, to make, it, we need to make it out for one of those. Yeah, totally. But I know. It's, a, it's a blast. Do you think? And, do you think uh, so we'll, we'll probably do something in September or October. I'm not sure where. We haven't done the gorge this year, but. Oh, yeah. You know you're going to have to carve out a weekend for the Ohio YouTube meetup. That, that, oh, yeah. That counts. <laughs> we'll have that again, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe if Restless ever... Well, yeah, everybody's too lazy to organize it, so he has to, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Andy and I before last year had never been to Red River Gorge. That's also a sweet a a sweet area to hike, and I I've, I always thought, and they they do a hammock forums meetup there, but I thought a Hanson's Point YouTuber meetup would be pretty fun as well because that's pretty accessible. Like, remind me what you guys have planned for the year. So honestly. We're not a whole bunch. We're going to Zaleski next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but uh we we did a bunch of backpacking. We've done I don't know, six trips already this year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're gonna try and swing so our sister lives out in Reno, Nevada now. And huh. uh it, it's it's effective it's effectively Lake Tahoe. It's like seven miles from there. Yeah. So I think we're gonna try and swing some stuff out there late summer early fall um have you ever have you been out there tim Tahoe? no 
Oh man. I've heard it's beautiful. It is. And it is, it is a, not a disgust. It is a fantastic backpacking spot. Um, I went out there last, my, our sister moved out there last summer and I went out there and did just some quick one night things cause she lived out there uh-huh. and there's a trail called the Tahoe rim trail. Yes. That, that's a very common like through hike trail. Actually, Spagiver's doing it this year. Um, and it's like, it is beautiful. Like it's Northern California, like almost like John Muir trail yeah. looking yep. stuff. And I was like, Whoa, this is 10 miles from Reno, Nevada. Yeah. Um, and they're making a connector trail to it from Reno. Really? Nice. Yeah. Um, so that's I think I, the only reason I know about that rim trail. I think when we did, uh, maybe it was Mount Leconte when we did, when we did that, it ended up, there was a lady who was staying at the shelter with us in the Smokies who had done that trail mm-hmm. and she was just talking it up and I was like, wow, sounds really cool. It is cool. Um, I've only done two days on it, but it's, it's just so much different than, I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to like out like Colorado backpacking, like just so much better than backpacking here in the Midwest. Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what I do. I do Colorado or, or out West every year if I can, Yeah, if yeah. I can swing it. It's just so, so different. It's so worth it. Like it's hard, and there are points where you're like, "Boy, this is super hard." You're going up this pass or whatever, yeah. you know. Especially when you you see the approach to the pass for the first time, you're like, "Wow, that's really high." <laughs> but it is so worth it. Yeah, it is like one of the best experiences I think. It's just it's so picturesque to be able to see like different environments like that. And um, we found too that when we did the Colorado Trail, the grading was actually very gentle. Now, granted, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Holy Cross is like. Yeah, but like it is kind of intimidating when you're like, oh, we have a nine mile climb today, but it's but it's, yeah. so it, but it's soft. like yeah, it's a soft, easy climb. I mean, uh, there's some there's some hard climbs. Don't get me wrong, but but yeah. it wasn't it it wasn't as aggressive. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. Um, the the Colorado Trail, like the PCT, is graded for pack animals. So like we had wor- we have we've had worse days at Zaleski or Shawnee State Forest than we ever had on the Colorado Trail in terms of like steepness and aggressiveness of climbs. So mm-hmm. it, it's just like and the trail's soft and it doesn't rain. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. No bugs. And there's no bugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, Humidity is super low. Yeah, yes. that was another thing. Yeah. That was another thing that totally caught us off guard because like we'd hike all day and we get to camp and we're like, we're totally dry and we, we don't smell that bad, yeah. you know, like the <laughs> last, it caught us at the end. It, I mean, after seven days, yeah. it's going to get you, but the, the lack of humidity was really, uh, in terms of like how enjoyable the trip is yeah. from like a non high, like just like being at camp, like we were in West Virginia for seven days, couple, like two weeks ago and it rained every single day. 90% humidity and, and like your hammock, like everything is just yeah. like wet, you know, it's not yeah, like, yeah. like dripping wet, but everything just feels damp versus damp, in, yeah. in Colorado. Like you take your pack off and your back is dry. Yeah, that's like, weird. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, yeah. I think when we did four pass, I think it rained every day. And so we were wet every day, yeah. but it, it didn't feel like it just because you, you dried so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got to camp, you could chill. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you have any um any any fun new pieces of gear or anything you're testing on this trip? On this yes. Actually I have the uh outdoor well, I've carried it before and tested before, but I'm gonna be using the uh outdoor research helium three. 
Oh, they have a three whoa, now? Whoa, whoa. whoa. Three? We're still on the two. Yeah. <laughs> we have a two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the next one. It's, oh, yeah. they have a new it has one. It not been released yet. What? What? Oh, Tim's got the outdoor research hookup. Tim, that, how, how did you? How did... I think it gets released in the spring. Maybe someone can fact check me in the comments, but I'm pretty sure uh, some someone reached out and said, "Hey, do you want to try this?" And I said, "Sure, I'll try it." Nice. So I, I, uh, it is lighter mm-hmm. and it is more packable. Nice. Remember the outdoor, the helium two, like they had a pocket almost yeah, sewn yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. it, you fold it in. This one is different because. This one actually, it makes sense, uses the vest, uh, sorry, the chest pocket, and it folds in on itself oh, that yeah. way. Oh, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and so I think I also have the pants, too, what? Um, for the whole set. But yeah. I hope yeah. you get some rain so you can test them. I'm yeah. sure we're going to get rain. If they're looking for uh, more testers, <laughs> I like so, that. You, so take, no. you take any new gear? Uh, I don't know, just some unreleased new technology from outdoor research. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the fact is really cool. I, I did notice that right away as soon as I picked it up. Like the fabric is different. Yeah. Uh, the tag is somewhere over there. But yeah, uh, yeah, I have bits of gear hanging around my bedroom. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it's somewhere over there. But it's a it's a, a newer fabric. It feels um, just as strong. So like I've never had any problems with the helium two in terms of going through brush and feeling worried about it. And this one feels just like that. So okay, are you gonna? Cool. Are you gonna be a? Uh, are you gonna be in the tarp tent, or are you gonna bring your hammock? Oh, that's a, that's I have not shit. decided. I'm either gonna do the tarp tent, or I'm gonna ask Karate Josh to borrow. He has two tents now. He has uh, the tarp tent Pro Trail, and he also has the tarp tent uh, <laughs> Double Rainbow. I think. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna ask him whichever one he doesn't carry, because the 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 Rain Shadow Three is just too big for yeah. just me. If yeah. someone else was staying in it and we could share the weight, that'd be cool. But um, I have to look at David's video again because I was thinking about doing the hammock, and I'm I'm undecided. Are you worried about tree tree availability? A little, yeah, uh, and also you know just how it limits because th- I'm pretty sure everyone else is going to be doing tents, oh, and so if I'm the only hammock guy and we want to camp, that guy, I don't know, at this really open area, um, I don't want to be that guy who's <laughs> stopping everyone from being like, hey, I need a hammock with two trees, guys. Well, Tim, Tim's got a hammock. We, got, we can't stay out in this cool yeah, open area. I guess we got to stay over in the swamp yeah. over there. <laughs> um, I, I thought of you on our last trip. I've been using, because I knew I know you're a pad in the hammock guy. I've been using my pad in the hammock, and I thought of you, and I was like, you know, this actually isn't bad at all. No, it just depends on the hang. Like, yeah. you, There's some times where you're like, uh, this is not quite right. But, but as long as you let some air out, yeah, you're pretty good. And then you, uh, you have that good feeling in your head that if, if if stuff goes south i can sleep on the ground exactly it's, it's, it's a exactly. comforting feeling and on a trip like you're going that's fantastic because if you want yeah. if you can have the ability to do it and, yeah but i i also think the uh the 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 banyan like the ridged hammocks make yeah it's, make a, br- the it's pad, a bridge hammock make the pads a little easier it, it is yeah it is yeah like using it i've never used a pad in a gathered end hammock but using a pad, this bridge hammock, it's like no big deal at all. It's I, actually, I think it's more comfortable than using an underquilt in it. So that's why I used it. Uh, but it, I, I did think it's very comforting to know that I can I can sleep on the ground if I need to with this and be totally fine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, other than the the helium, th- I'm pretty sure it's the helium three, uh, whatever, whatever they call it, helium three, whatever the new outdoor research helium. And it's the bare bones one. There's no pockets. There's no other oh, okay. besides that chest. So I'm pretty sure it's the helium three. Um, besides that, 
just like some same old, same old stuff. I think you'll see probably some new camp shoes on there. Um, I don't remember what they're called, but they're they're pretty much like bare bones. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here's a strap, and here's the you know the the rubber tread, and that's kind of it. Um, because I I think camp shoes are almost a must in Colorado for me. I, I yeah. did not. I think I carried Crocs one time, but now they're a little heavy. Um, but I just like at camp get your feet to dry out. And you feel so much better. I'm a I'm adamantly pro camp shoes for the the reasons you just mentioned. And on our last trip, so we did two separate trips. And on the first uh-huh. trip, nobody brought camp shoes other than me. And on the second trip, everybody bought brought camp shoes <laughs> because they realized. Yeah, I threw them in the car. They realized their mistake. Well, um, yeah. Okay, so like feet were wet all day long. So having, all day having. The ability to walk around with dry feet at the end of the day was it's fantastic. Huge. It's good for yeah. your feet, but we were dry in Colorado. I didn't have any need for it there, but like um, I still brought them in Colorado. It's just yeah. nice. You're in these shoes all day. Just let your feet breathe a little bit, and they're not. You were dry in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. We didn't get a single day of rain. Yeah, what? yeah. It was yeah, actually it was kind weird. of. It was very technical for the water sources too. Yeah. So you like had to plan. Like there was one water source where we had to walk into town and go to a uh, a, a a hose at a fire station. That was. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, there was not water. Was like we did. We would go twenty mile stretches without any water. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it did not, we were out there for seven days, like just under a hundred miles and not a single raindrop. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause the section you did, how many, were there any huge passes? There were one, one, one or, or two. two. We did get okay. rain one day. Did we? For like 10 minutes. Remember we were down by that Creek. It's in the video. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. But yeah, we, we only did, yeah. I think two passes and the highest pass was I think 11 five. Yeah. So gotcha. you're going, yeah. you're going Cause way that four pass every it was like clockwork. It was like morning, and then you saw the clouds coming in the afternoon, and then it would pour for a little bit. And yeah, yeah. That's how that's how West Virginia was. It was weird. It was like four ten every day. the The skies just opened up, and torrential downpours for like thirty minutes. Yeah, every day, huh. like clockwork. Um, more than that. And I and I and going back to Colorado, I remember thinking in Colorado. Man, if I'm up on one of these passes and a thunderstorm comes in, that's kind of scary. Yeah. You know? Watch it. 12 wa- 5. Watch David's four pass video. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that does happen. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I remember uh, Karate Josh and I were talking about it the other day about coming down a frigid air pass and like that probably being the most terrified I think I've ever been backpacking just because the lightning was around, yeah. it was striking. And I think I, it was funny. We, we were just remembering I passed a bunch of these kids who were hanging on the pass with us. I'm like, Hey, do you mind t- holding your tracking pole up? Oh, God. The air and walk next to me. And he, he didn't think that was too funny. <laughs> that is scary though. Cause if it starts lightning, lightninging, and there's nothing out there. Yeah. You yeah. know, you got some metal on you. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. those tracking go frameless poles. carbon fiber right. poles, carbon fiber poles. I did think that once I was like, at least I have carbon fiber poles. <laughs> Yeah, but I guess I don't know. I guess if if you're only out there, I mean, you're just making the pass. The odds of something bad happening are pretty low. Yeah, really low. I don't know. Um, That's pretty cool, though, man. I always when we were on Colorado two years ago, I was like, I never realized how much awesome backpacking there was in Colorado. I mean, there's a lot of I mean, other than even other than the Colorado Trail, there is so much good backpacking in Colorado. 
Uh, and it's, and it's like good, bad, like it's, it's, it's graded well. The, yeah. the trails are nice. Like it's, it's, it's well mapped. Like it's good back. You don't think of, I, I never, we grew up skiing. So we always thought of Colorado as like a skiing state, like a, a winter state, but there is a solid amount of summer backpacking activities out there. Of course. Of course. I never yeah. realized that. It's amazing. That's I still what, remember, like I mentioned Pikes Peak and cause I lived in Colorado and we, that was one of the things people did is Pikes Peak. And I still remember doing that. And going up the train and be like, who are those idiots out with backpacks ah, on like, climbing up? Jokes like, on you, like, Tim. Who, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so funny. Now, my wife always, always reminds me. She's like, remember that when you said that? I'm like, yeah, I do. That's pretty funny. Are you are you gonna are you gonna do videos for your Colorado trip? You gonna put yeah. YouTube? Okay, cool. Yep. Can we expect yep. a video from Manistee? You can expect it. I just have not edited anything at all. Okay. I've been bit. It's people, you know. Just it's funny how busy I've gotten. Um, Tim, this is your with, off season. What do you mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah. It right? is my off season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been keeping busy with my my uh, urban homestead here. Oh <laughs> right, the, wo- the the chickens in the wood shop. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Is that why you have the beard? I forgot, I forgot about the chicken. <laughs> so the. The chicken coop is finally done today. Like I got tr- everything trimmed out. Wow! And it's funny because I've never really built anything in my life, so this was a little, like, a little tricky for me. Yeah. And I'm using limited tools because I'm like I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money. So my tools were a circular saw. I already had the drill and an impact driver. Um, a jigsaw is what I bought, and I bought a pocket hole jig. Okay. Did you get the uh, the Binford thirty five hundred pocket hole jig, Tim? That was really that good. Was good. That was good. Um, <laughs> you could have made a cool YouTube video about this. Did you think about it? That's what Subaru was trying to uh, convince me to make a video because, in addition to the coupe, I still have to build a run for mm. them, and then uh, the chicks are right now in my den area in a bin. Okay. And uh, we also have uh, a couple garden beds near it and uh, a trellis made out of a cattle panel. Oh. Uh, so for tomatoes and cucumber to climb up, just kind of yeah. a little bit more vertical gardening, I guess. Yeah. See, a ver- a gar- a gardening and homesteading is very hot on uh, YouTube. I, it's, it's arguably it bigger than backpacking. It's not arguably. It is, it's, it is. It is bigger. It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and uh, with, a, with a worldwide pandemic, what a good time to be coming self-sufficient on your own land yeah Yeah, that was the whole reason for the chickens is i was gonna we were gonna do it next summer and then this happened i'm like okay well we're home anyway yeah so this is probably the best time to do it have um we can flip gears to pandemic for a little bit i know we talked a little bit ago but how um have things become more normal in your household at all I think so. I think it's starting to yeah. open up a little more. Kids are back to like uh, piano lessons and seeing people, but it's mm-hmm. still somewhat restricted. Yeah, at least for us. Uh, so, um, and, and people are still like our, our like our local pool is limiting the amount of people who goes there. So yeah. like, there's a long line outside yeah. the pool. A bunch of our parades have been canceled, and, and I don't know how it is in your county, but same, our county same. doesn't have very many cases but it's oh, ticking. well not oh, the cases part not the got, cases part we've got, we have the most cases of any county in ohio um yeah however i, I, I i'm gonna ask you a question but i want to make a comment about the pool thing so we have a neighborhood pool and you know in you know what my pool is doing which i love and i hope they keep it is they're doing a reservation system 
Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, and they keep the pool at like 50% capacity. Yeah. And it's reservation only. So you show up, you know exactly where you're going. There's half the amount of people there. I'm like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do they limit how long you stay there? Yes. Yeah, well, you, you can only go for two hours at a time. Oh, okay. But you can, you can reserve multiple two-hour blocks a week. Oh, okay. And the only time it, Yeah, it's not bad at all. I, I hope they, they won't, but I hope they keep it going for like ever, but they won't. Um, but I wanted to ask you, um, cause you're, you, 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 you're a good person to ask. Do you think kids are going to go to school in September or August? Like yeah. Physic- you think so? Yeah. At least we'll start. Okay. That was no hesitation. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I just I get the sense that we have to plan like, like, uh, we may not be for forever. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think word is that we're, we're going to start. Um, bar like once again, barring any like flare ups yeah. or anything, but I think we'll start, which is good. Um, but then we'll we'll see where we go. Right, it's just gonna be weird uh, because it's gonna be impossible. I could see how like something like that could spread pretty quickly in a school. Yeah, um, I think there was one time we had a case of norovirus and we had to shut down because. Oh really? Uh, it was in, yeah, it was in a a middle school and there were kids throwing up all over the place. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, it was, it was like within everyone was fairly normal that, that day to start with. And by the afternoon we had to close down and send people, uh, and not open the next day. Luckily it was like, it had butted up to like Thanksgiving break or something. So we just closed down a day early, sanitized everything and said, Hey, we'll see you guys back after break. Wow. I see. see. Okay. So maybe, yeah, this, I, I never thought, I I thought they would just, Cause you listen to DeWine talk and you don't know what, but I thought they'd be like, all right, we're just, we're virtual school for the next six months. I didn't think maybe they'd start it. And then if it, if it gets in there, yeah. shut them down. So like there, there's some schools that are having like uh levels. So let's say like red, yellow, and green. And so green means, Hey, everyone's here. Uh, yellow is like a hybrid yeah. um, approach mm-hmm. like online. L- less and people, some people on, yeah. on campus. And then red is like, Hey, everyone's at home. So, Interesting. This is yeah. We'll, good we'll see where it goes. The, the the thing that I guess talking about current events is I'm more concerned about um, the but of course the deaths and everything and and school starting and hospitals being overwhelmed. But like I know cuts, major cuts coming to schools yeah. and, and businesses hurting and so I um I know we were texting about that and I was I was doing some googling because I. I remember like a month ago when DeWine brought this up. So for people listening, that's the governor of Ohio. He had these daily briefings, but I didn't think about the tax ramifications yes. of people not spending money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, you're like, oh yeah, if, if, if we're not spending money, the libertarian in me is like, oh yeah, if we're not spending money, they're not getting our tax dollars. But if they're not getting our tax dollars, then we're then, not getting then funded, social then services. Funded things are going to hurt. I was like, shit. Um, so uh, do you, do you foresee, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious, but is there going to be like a major impact on the education system? Yeah, I think so. Like, uh, I think, um, it's, it's gonna, there's going to be a bigger disparity than before. Cause I mean, there's some local areas that will be fine because if they get a lot of local funds and, um, I I think everyone's going to feel pain, but people will feel different levels of pain. Yeah. So for example, um, I know we will be getting, some cuts uh, in terms of funds for sure. And then we also have like a, 
we get some money through the the federal government did the CARES Act. Yeah, mm-hmm. remember that? Yeah, and so we get some funds through that. So people were were thinking, oh, so you guys are good, right? You're that kind of no, it doesn't wash out that way. Yeah. So we're going to be getting, I think, half of what will be cut. So it helps. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but it's not going to be. And, and the thing that bothers me all the time, though, is that um, that that probably means that music and art will suffer. I yeah. Mean, like those the... kind of programs. I know we're probably going to cut out any field trips. <laughs> is that sort um, of thing. Are music and art like on the chopping block? They're the first ones to go. Yeah, always. <laughs> really. <laughs> Yeah, always. Cause, yeah, because oh, you know, everyone cares that's, about that's I mean, math and reading, which yeah, is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, well, that's a that's a nice. You know, you, you don't you don't think. I mean, other than if you work in this field, you don't think yeah. about the peripheral impacts of yeah. this sort of thing. I, I mean, um, I mean, there's impacts to everything. I mean, there, there's yeah, yeah. There, you're right. I can't think of a sector that hasn't even what I mean, even in our line of work, every yeah. everything's been impacted. Yeah. Um, you're right. I can't think of, and it, it's, it's, I, I never thought of the, the, the lack of tax revenue. Cause I'm, I'm yeah. sure education isn't the only thing that's going to have cuts. Yeah. Um, I know, I, uh, like my wife works for a library. So yeah, I, I, yeah. I think they already had a pretty big state cut. I don't know. A while ago back with governor Kasich. Yeah. And then we had to make that up with local funds. I mean, everyone loves the library. So that was right. That was cool. Um, but I know a lot of school levies, uh, after this did not pass because people were concerned about, you know, their, their taxes going up yeah. and then not be able to make it up with work. So you just got to move down to Columbus, Tim. We pass like every school levy. Yeah. <laughs> do you really? You I put mean, it out do. there. We'll pass it. We do. <laughs> Up around UA passed a huge one, like two years ago, like a $260 million one. Uh, it was absurd. Um, and I'm sure. Hey, Columbus suburb salaries are really good. Columbus, Columbus suburbs do love their school levies. Uh, they they, they do. do. I think uh, what it's a bunch of them that I always see. I'm like, man, that would be really sweet to work there. But then I'd be living in the city. Uh, Worthington is pretty good. Upper yeah. Arlington is pretty good. Bexley is pretty Tim, good. Tim, come right? on you, down. You couldn't bring the chickens, though. Tim, <laughs> I, you I could in some places. <laughs> Worthington, you could. I, I know think... you have family down here, don't you? Yeah, I have yeah. a family in Worthington district. Yeah. Um, we, I have a couple friends that are teachers. Um, I know you're not a teacher, but they're, they're in the education system and yeah. they, they always tell me that the suburb, the suburb jobs are like <laughs> sought after yes. the teaching jobs yes. in the suburbs are sought after uh, a while ago. I think I, I interviewed and was offered a job in, uh, Cincinnati blue, blue ash. Is that the name of the place? Okay. Sounds blue familiar. Ash. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was very much like those areas. Yeah. And, but my wife is not a fan of the city. Yeah. Even, even oh. Finley's too big for her. So what? really? Yeah, she probably would go more rural than this. Intre- oh, oh, interesting. Oh, okay. Okay. Country, country wife. Okay. Is is <laughs> she is she taking fin- over? Finley's too much of a city for her. <laughs> it, Finley, yeah, Finley right. is just a just a big marathon <laughs> That's refinery. Funny. That's all it is. <laughs> hey, we have whirlpool. That's we right. Like a you do a whirlpool. Metal. Yeah. Have who else is around here? That's pretty I should funny. know all these off my top. You of my should. Head. You're city councilman, former, former, former city councilman. Yeah. <laughs> um, so other than the uh, drastic cuts to the schools, um, <laughs> which is <a>, which is <laughs> terrible, which is awful. I'm trying to think how have, have there been a, been a, any other impacts on your life from this? More family time, uh, I know. Just having to find stuff to occupy. Like the, I mean, the urban homesteading came out because of the. 
having to find stuff to do at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, taking up a, a skill or or for a hobby, like I was starting to play the guitar oh, last nice. year. And so you think I have more time to practice? Not really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, no, you just the usual, the usual stuff that everyone has to deal with. Yeah. You know, being careful when going out, grocery shopping is weird. Even today, I'm still wearing a mask in the grocery store. And- oh, I am too. Yeah, and we're uh, we we wanted to do this before the pandemic, but now yeah. we're doing it now as we do the pickup, the grocery pickup. So you just fill out your order online. They yeah. they get a little liberal with their substitutions. Right, I'll say they get a little liberal with them. They'll substitute products and be like, "Dude, bro, this isn't even like close to what I wanted." <laughs> Uh, but other than that, it's a fan. It's fantastic. Now I've always wondered because I don't know if anyone does this. Can you just refuse a substitution? You, and you they can say, "Hey, we'll refund you." You, you can. You, you can click like no substitutions for an item, and then they just won't uh, charge you for it. Yeah, I've, no, I've never minded the substitutions. Uh, some like, of them. I mean, some like, of them are like, like, <laughs> some of. See, sometimes I usually they try to make it benefit you, so you get like a bigger package, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a more expensive brand name or whatever. Yeah. But I was uh, we we want I wanted to do that for years because I I hate going to the grocery store. <laughs> Well, I know. I mean, I think I will definitely use like um, fresh prime fresh and from we've been doing Amazon prime fresh a lot uh, foods. I don't think you have that in Finley. Do you You can't no. get that stuff yet? Yeah. Um, he does grocery delivery. Yeah. I haven't done that yet. I do it all the time. Cause we, Man, live, I, we live so close to the grocery store. I do it now because I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, seriously, I'm, we're, we're work from home. I'll just shoot off my order. It'll be there in like an hour. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. It's awesome. There's like no wait times so. now. Yeah. I actually enjoy going to the grocery store. It's, I don't know why. I just enjoy uh, going. Tim, like I, I used to. I am the one who goes uh, usually because I can keep within a budget. Yeah. And like I, I know you guys will never believe this about me. Maybe I've shared it before, but I'm a big time couponer, or at least I was before <laughs> all this started. And so I will try to get the absolute nice. best deal possible. But but Tim, do you find yourself compelled to buy items because you get good coupons, or do you? Great st- question. Do you stick with? I'm just gonna he's buy smirk, this stuff. He's smiling. He's like, because it's a good deal. Because I know some. Because <laughs> people go down the coupon hole and they're like, oh wow, you can get 50 deodorants. <laughs> I'm not that extreme. Okay, but yeah, sometimes I will buy things that I usually wouldn't have wouldn't buy, like a brand or a flavor or something that I wouldn't have bought normally. Yeah. So, for example, I can't tell you the last time I bought shampoo. Yeah. Because I have kids and they don't really care what kind of shampoo it is yeah so as long as that's in sale or i hit a good coupon up or whatever i can buy a ton of shampoo uh that one is is good and funny story before covid19 all this stuff happened there was a sale on toilet paper and really? I had multiple coupons for it <laughs> and so i have not bought toilet paper since march i had like a week like a Maybe he's the same way. No, like yeah, like a month, uh, like a month before lockdown. I like it's it's just me and my wife, and we were, I bought the Costco massive pack, and I'm I'm yeah, like he gave me I, I was TP rich. Yeah, he had so much TP. It's like we we hit the start of a cycle from Costco. We're good. Yeah, my my wife and I, on the other hand, we were transitioning between houses during this pandemic, so we had nothing. Like literally oh. nothing. Um, 
terrible time to transition to houses yeah. during a pandemic, by the way. Um, so yeah. I, he gave me some, <laughs> my mom gave me some toilet paper. I mean, I was like, I need some toilet paper. Like we, we, we have a house now. We have nothing. You know, we have to shower after every bowel movement now. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you can't. These are fresh pipes. You can't be flushing napkins down them. You know what I mean? Like you can't be doing that. And so, luckily, he had some. My mom had some. And then I remember I went to the store. I God, I remember I went to the store like week two of this, and it was like a scene from a zombie apocalypse movie and there was i got a roll of paper towels i was like yes <laughs> but i remember the scene at that grocery store i mean it was insane i don't know if you went if you went like like the the so dewine announced on a sunday i remember this because i wanted to go to the, the restaurant dewine announced on a sunday at midnight tonight all restaurants and bars are closing and the next Monday I went to the store and it was, a, it was, it was, it was like a zombie apocalypse movie. It was crazy. Yeah, I, went, I went to our store. Actually, it was funny. The afternoon um, that DeWine announced that schools were going to be closing. Yeah. he. Did I don't the, know yeah. why I thought that was a good time. I was like, it was my regular grocery shopping day. So I'm like, I'm probably fine. No. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was a big one when he announced that. That was before the the restaurants and bars. I remember that yeah. too. I was just sitting back on my couch. Yeah, just loaded with all these idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to Costco, <laughs> and I I have not been to a Costco. I haven't either. Um, in fact, and I I very rarely go to the grocery store just when there's really random things we need. We I know we need, and I'll go in a mask with my hand sanitizer. And I use the self checkout, but other than that, like we we, like my wife, we are not going to restaurants. Andy and I went to Applebee's. We went our, to Applebee's. <laughs> last, uh, have you been to Have you been to a restaurant yet? The my first restaurant. It was weird. My first restaurant was after the trip to Manistee Trail. That's, that's um, funny. And I haven't been in one since. That was the first one. Yeah. Since March, it's really weird. Yeah, we because uh, um, everyone was wearing masks and gloves. The wait staff was, and then we were separated by about like. Yeah. I know nine feet or something from other people. And uh, it was odd. Our, uh, it was just so funny. Our first restaurant was coming out of our backpacking trip. Because <laughs> coming out of a backpacking trip, you're like, I, get, I, I need something fun. Yeah. And, and, and Andy and I and our crew went to Applebee's. It was the only place that was seating. It was the only place that was seating. We're in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia. And um, waitresses, waitstaff, masks, gloves, it was every third table and disposable menus. It, it was yeah. it was well done. It and was fine. I felt. I mean, it was a it was a fantastic meal. It was good. It was, was twelve like dollars. It was the best Applebee's yeah, meal I it, ever it had. Was, we didn't we we didn't get coronavirus to our to our knowledge. Uh, we were spaced well, your past out. Two weeks. You're, you're I know. I know. Right. I, I know. And we are actually. Um, but it was bizarre. You know, it was it was like. This is going to be the new normal. And I remember, I mean, shortly thereafter, Col- Col- you know, not Columbus, Ohio opened patio seating first. They opened that first. And I was trying to get my wife to go. I'm like, let's just go to patio. She's like, no. And then they opened the indoor and that's not happening. So I don't know. We'll, we'll go. You know, if you have to eat at a restaurant, like a, a a corporate chain restaurant that has the controls and the infrastructure. Applebee's to, was yeah. pretty solid. What <laughs> restaurant did you guys go to? Was it, it was something people would? It know. was in. We were in Cadillac, Michigan. I don't know. I used TripAdvisor. Josh yeah. probably knows in the comments, but the place was fantastic. 
uh, great burger. That's where I had my Russian Imperial Stout. Nice. Oh, I saw nice. those guys. The other people were, were driving, and I, I, I ordered it. I was like, oh, I'd probably be fine. No, no. And <laughs> I hit you like a <laughs> pound of bricks. That's started, pretty funny. I started drinking on an empty stomach, which is a big no-no. Oh, you know yeah. how it goes. And so I told him, I said, just, you know, I'm not driving anymore. Like, I I am definitely impaired. I'm not I'm not supposed to drive. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, that was good, though. So, um, Tim, I'll ask the burning question that I think a lot of people want to know. Like, what's like how what's your strategy now for YouTube? Is it just going to be kind of like here and there trips? I yeah, like it's kind of like you'll definitely see uh, the trips because I enjoy filming the trips. Yeah. Uh, You'll probably see a review at some point of the Outdoor Research Helium Three, <laughs> because because they made you do that to get to get access to it. I well, I to, <laughs> they just didn't really say I had to do anything. I usually when people approach me, I, that's yeah. The first thing I usually tell them is I don't know how you guys do it, but I usually will say, Same. "Hey, there's no guarantee yeah, of like no anything. I'll yeah. just, I'll check it out if I like it. I'll yeah. probably do a video." So they didn't tell me I had to do a video, but I. I want to. It's yeah. pretty cool. So oh, no, no, it's super cool. Yeah, yeah it's very cool. Yeah, no, um, yeah. but yeah, it's kind of drips and drabs as I, as I feel like it. Um, I guess is that the syntax model now? Yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying his trip yeah, videos. I just watched his last yeah. one. Yeah, they've been really good. That is it's funny. The syntax model. Yeah. You gonna do any? <laughs> you gonna you gonna go back to doing any live streams? I think so. I actually, just I got the. This is a couple of weeks ago. I got the. Uh, microphone back from subaru josh who had it um the chicks are in that room now though we actually moved some stuff around it'd be house. pretty cool to live stream with a bunch of baby chicks <laughs> they are loud oh they're yeah loud. i bet chirping yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's they're, they're, funny. Uh, as soon as like the light goes on like they're like up they're like chirp chirp they're just crazy loud yeah and it's in the uh the room with the computer and so sometimes my wife will try to be quiet and get in there keep the light off but as soon as the screen wakes up and it Brightens up everything. Oh, they're awake. Oh, they're that's good to funny. go. Uh, that'd be funny though for a live stream. Yeah. They'll only be here like a couple more in the house, a couple more weeks, I think, and then they'll be back out. In the, they'll be out. In the they're outside for the predators. Um, well, we 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 look forward to any and all content we can get from YouTube. Yes, absolutely. we'll take what we can get. Yeah, we'll take what I'm we can looking get. forward to a trip video from your last trip. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a fun trip. Like I, I think it was that one was actually our first ever planned trip uh, when we started backpacking that's what we wanted to do and it probably in all like in all honesty would have been a great first trip uh for anyone um to to go on and this is banistee um, river yeah yes. we actually that was the first one we, we actually had the map for it and everything and for some reason i think when we started it we were seeing a lot of rumors in the facebook group about how much trash there was and then it was getting really busy, and so we thought, ah, uh, you know what? Let's try something else. And of course, we decided to go for the the Smokies for our first ever trip, mm. <laughs> which is a little crazy. I don't think people should do that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> uh, Andy, Andy and I have talked about doing Manistee River a couple times. We need to do that. It's. it's I just, think you should. Yeah. I think. He, um, I think the people always talk about the Manistee side, and some parts of it are pretty. But I really enjoy uh, the North Country Trail side. Yeah, uh, there's some like underrated views <sighs> and campsites on that side. Uh, the only thing is that side is completely dry. Yeah, there's no water. Mm. Yeah, we gotta put that on the list. We 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 did part of the NCT on Picture Rocks. But see, the I problem was, is the problem is how far is that drive from Finley, Tim? That's five great. hours. 
Five hours. So oh, add, that's not bad. Add two so hours. Seven for So that's us? seven. But in seven, we can get to a lot of cool places. Yeah, yeah. but this manistee looks pretty cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do it sometime. Yeah. I don't know. I, for, I forget Yeah, that's the nice north. thing about, about, about Ohio, actually. I always tell people is that you're not, like, in a lot of cool backpacking spots, but you're within reach yes. of a day's drive of a lot of cool spots. That's what we tell ourselves, Tim. We live here. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, there's nothing cool here. But within yeah. five to seven hours, we can get <laughs> to some really cool places. Yes. Yeah. It could it could be a lot worse. We could be living in Indiana. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's what yes. I tell people too. Yes. And, but but that's literally the only worst place. Maybe <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> At least Illinois are close to like Wisconsin. Yeah, and you have Chicago. But yeah, I mean like rural <laughs> Indiana, Illinois are like the only worst worst spots. <sighs> um are, are there any? Is there anything in the well, comments? We well, should. We we we've been going an hour here with Mister with Doctor Watson. Yeah, let me see here. <laughs> Let's see if um, any questions for the doctor. If you guys have any questions for the doctor, you feel, the feel free to put them in there. It's been really fun, Tim. Yeah, there's a lot of. By the way, that's one of my favorite TV shows. Is uh, Doctor Doctor Who? Oh, really? Oh, that wasn't. I that wasn't a reference. I just said that. I know it was. Oh, okay. I, I know what the, I I know what that show is though. That's one of your faves. It is one of my faves. Uh, oh. The you watch I thought about it too is because I actually saw someone in the grocery store today and he was wearing a Doctor Who scarf and I'm like, it's like ninety degrees outside. <laughs> That's scarf? true. I forgot it was blazing hot today in Ohio. Yeah. Hey Tim, Scott asked, What what loop are you doing in, in Colorado or what area again? Holy, uh, Cross. Holy Cross Wilderness. Holy Cross Wilderness. That's right. Yeah. Right. David Gray has the video of the route. Yeah. <laughs> David Gray <laughs> has all the planning done for us. <laughs> and yep. Pretty, pretty much. It's nice. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Like, okay. This is a pretty popular one I want to hit up. Uh, Dale. Or something. Who knows? <laughs> like, even four pass loop now, I think you have a permit. So, I, there are some spots I want to hit up before. Like, who knows if you can go backpacking them for, yeah. You yeah. Know, for however long. Dale Smith asks, is there a link to the ibuprofen study? If you uh, Google Stanford medical ibuprofen altitude, it should pop up. Cool. Um, Uh, Or if you look at my channel, I have a link in my what I do for altitude video. Nice. I like a good science-based behavioral trait. Yeah, Tim. That's good. (laughs) Christmas. That's why I I I was like, when I heard about it, from somewhere, I was like, I gotta find the actual study. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, read the study, absolutely. And so, yeah, the group is not great. But I'm like, oh, I guess their effect this size is, is a, okay. This is a this is a fun fact. Did you know the people who pioneered the field of altitude research were a group of Stanford doctors? Huh, I did not know. Yes, that. after the Mexico Olympics. Fun fact. That's uh, when all this happened. Um, while he gets it, Chris Smith says, "You all ever think of doing the Foothills Trail in South Carolina, North Carolina?" I'd like to. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I I have not. Uh, just some things that stop me from certain areas are the drive. Yeah, honestly, North Carolina like, is a haul. Yeah, that'd be a haul, and then you're talking like, oh, how twelve hours in the car? Do you think? Yeah, eleven, twelve. Well, yeah, I, f- I forgot you're two hours north of here. I mean, yeah. It's ten or eleven for us. So what, yeah. What's it to pictured rocks from you? Oh, eight. Okay. Okay. I want to say, and so which means it takes you like nine or ten yeah. between stops and yeah, whatever. Going across the bridge. Uh, Pitcher rocks was definitely probably the longest trip we've done uh, in terms of drive time. Um, and then we so that's one reason that we haven't hit up the whites yet in uh, New Hampshire. It's just the drive. 
Yeah, that's a solid drive. Yeah. We we flirted with going there this past uh, two weeks ago, and we were just like, oh, it's, it's, it was also like East Coast coronavirus, not a great place to. Here's yeah. a here's an interesting comment. Tyler Campbell Outdoors says currently watching from a tent in Linville Gorge. And oh. have you been to live? You, have you done Linville Gorge? No, I have, have not. You, I've it, seen you guys' video. Yeah, on it. it's uh, another North Carolina spot. Uh, the first half is incredible. <laughs> the first half is beautiful. I mean, there is a trail there. I mean, it is truly awe-inspiringly beautiful. Yeah, um, it's pretty cool. The second half, don't do. Just, just do the do the do the east side of it. <laughs> Um, anything else? Not really. A lot of uh, a lot of banter. We got a lot of YouTube stars in yeah, the there chat. Are, there are Tim. You have to go back and see the, the chat. There's a lot of YouTubers in here. Yeah. Um, um, who is the biggest star? Uh, David, biggest? probably. Saw, probably David. I saw Devin in here. Oh yeah. Oh, Devin's in there. That's Devin's right. Devin's in here. Uh, Devin. David. Devin. Backpacking with Jason showed up. All things outdoors. There's a lot. Nice. We got the yeah. crew. The usual, the usual crew. Um, I made them all moderators. Yeah, Andy did. <laughs> They're all moderators on our live streams now. It's great. Thanks, guys, for moderating. Yeah. Um, all right, doctor. Good doctor, sir. Yeah, Tim, thanks so much thanks for so chatting much, with us. This was good really to catch fun. up. This is really fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, yeah. We got to come see you in person one of these one of these days. I know. So, once this COVID thing is... I know is over and we all get you know that bill gates vaccine with microchip in it yeah oh, I'm yeah. i am totally messing yeah if <laughs> that, is, that is totally not me <laughs> that's funny um have fun if if i if i don't talk to you i'm sure i will if i don't talk to you before yeah. colorado please. yeah i can't wait have for fun. the I, I can't wait for the video yeah, I, can't I can't wait to see that cool new outdoor research tech yes yes um, i'm sure you'll see it okay. um all right dude all right. Thanks, All right. sir. Thanks, Tim. Later. All right. Yeah. See you, man. And thanks, everybody, for showing up. Yep. Talk see- to you later. All right. See ya.